up and say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. Say, I choose to do what it says I can do. Say, I have an open mind. I have a teachable spirit. From this moment forward, say, I'll never be the same. Shout it. Never, never, never. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give God one more big praise this morning, kind of like he's worthy. Amen. Amen. We got we to gotta build our life on the word of God. Amen. Why? Because God's doing great things. I mean, look, God's got a plan for you. Right? God, I said, God's got a plan for you. It's to prosper you, not to harm you. It's to, to give you hope, to give you a future. God, God's trying to pull you in, into an insanely good future. I'm telling you, this coming year, it's going to be an amazing year in all of our lives. Not, not just as a church, but as, as, as an individual. How does it get good for a church? Only because it's good for families. Right? I mean, you know, if it ain't if it ain't cranking down at your house, that ain't helping the body. And we're we're called to build the body, and God's anointing us with Holy Ghost power to, to bring strength to the body. And there's going to be growth in the body, and it's gonna it's gonna impact your house, right? So so you, you know you might as well get excited, you know, and and you get ready. Why? Because we're we're believing God for huge things, big things, and we we gotta we gotta tap into the wisdom of God to know how to sustain. What God brings to our life. It doesn't do any good, you know, for God to, to operate in, in, in a supernatural fashion, right? It, it just, all of this stuff comes in, and you don't know what to do with it. You don't know how to hang on to it. You don't know how to, how, how to take it and to, to multiply it and to make it, make it grow. And, and so we need wisdom from God, right? We, we need wisdom from God. Can we agree on that today? Okay? You know, kind of get a woo. You know, we, we need, <laughs> I just like those woos. I should bring them back. And that's, all, that's decaf. Yeah. No, I saw him drinking coffee. We, we decaffeinated the coffee at the first of the year. If you didn't know that, you've been drinking decaf all year. <laughs> Woo! Okay, and, and uh, here you go. And, uh, you know, God, God's got great things, great things for your future. I said he's got great things for your future. We're, believe, we're believing God for uh, stupid growth in the body. Just crazy, right? I'm believing God that at the end of this year, we will have doubled over the year. Amen. Well, well, it's not all about numbers. Every one of the numbers is a soul. You know, the other day I realized I had grown up somewhere while I wasn't looking. I'm 50. I'm going to be 50 this year. Right? 50. That's, that's got to make my mom feel wonderful. I'm going to be 50. And, 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 you know, I don't have a bunch of time for off ramps and exits and sideshow distractions. No, no, I got to fulfill the call that God has in my life and to lead the house. And, and we're believing God. We're believing, we're, we're believing God for uh, explosive growth, which means y'all are going to work harder. Woo! Right? Right? Well, and, and okay, but God, how, you know, as, and we're fasting, right? Right? We're fasting. We're, you're, you're, uh, you only got like seven days left. I'm here. Yeah, I knew I'd get a woo out of some of you, right? Some of you got eight. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Okay, but you know it's just seven days, and 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 you were fasting. What are, what are we going to do this week? We're gonna we're gonna pray this week that God uh, opens our eyes and shows us what to do this coming year with what He's going to bring to us with the increase that is coming. And you know you might be going, well, man, I, I haven't been fasting. We'll jump in. What, what a great what a great place to jump in. Just step in, you know. Just well, yeah. But I, I work hard, and and you know, and I gotta have, you know, I, I'm a hard guy. I, you know, I, I work hard, and, and I need food. Oh, you, you 
take off the little boy pants and get the big boy pants on. Right? Todd, do you work hard? You fasting? Anybody else in here work hard and you're fasting? Yeah, but don't, 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 don't insult the people who are doing it by telling them that they don't do anything all day. They just say, what are they? They're addicted to Xbox or something. You know, no, everybody, you can do it. You, you can make it seven days. Come on. And, and just believe God that as you do what he said to do, right, that he will produce what he promised. And, and believe God for insight and revelation for what's coming. For what's coming. I'm telling you, there's something coming to your world. There's something coming. And, and, and you've got to make sure that you don't treat what God's doing now the way that you've treated everything that you've ever had before. Right, because it's a new thing. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. Wednesday night we were we were worshiping, and and uh, you know it, it always amazes me Wednesday night what happens and what does you know you always come in with one picture and go out with wow you know a different thing and but Wednesday night over and over and over again in my spirit it just kept coming up again. He makes all things new. 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 And it's, it's just like, it's just like, you know, the Spirit of God was just saying, come on, I'm making all things new. 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 Problem for us is that we take everything that God does new and we do it just like we did the old thing. And we, when we suck the life right out of it, I mean, we mean well, but we're just not real smart. And we, we don't realize that God's got a new thing, which means that if to be in agreement with God, that I would have to start thinking new thoughts and saying new words and, and planning a new day. Because otherwise I take the new thing and I suck it into the old way. Right. And, and so and over and over and over again, you know, God, God was just telling me I'm, uh, I'm going to do some new things. Look at Isaiah 43, 18 with me. Isaiah 43, 18 says, do not remember the former things. Do not. That sounds almost like a commandment. Right. This is new King James, you know, uh, old, you know, King James says, remember not the former things. Remember not. Don't, don't you do it. Do not remember the former thing. Do not remember the former. Well, how, how, how do you forget? That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about do not remember. Remember on the cross, when Jesus is hanging there and he was, that guy on each side, and one of them looks at him and says, remember me. Remember. It's, the prefix re means to bring back or put back together. Remember, in crucifixion, your body begins to break down, shut down, and joints begin to separate themselves from one another, trying to get away from the pain. I think that's what a lot of us have done. You know, we isolate and separate because of the pain of life, and, and we're disconnecting from the body. And, uh, and that man was hanging there on the cross, and he, he looked at Jesus, and he said, Remember me. Put my broken life back together again. And that's why we come to the table of re. Remember it so that God can pick up the broken pieces and reconstruct a life that's been shattered. But when he says, remember not the former things, he's talking about things in your life that you've asked him, that you've come to God. You, you know, take this from me, get this pain, get this, get, get this off of me. And he takes it. It's like pieces of a puzzle that, that didn't fit and, and he removes it from you, but you remember. You take it back and pull it back into your life. And you're remembering the former thing, right? God's doing a new thing, and you keep remembering, putting back together the old thing that was ruining your life in the first place, right? And, and, and the pain and the unforgiveness and, and, the, and the bitterness and the brokenness and the sickness and the disease and the poverty and, and the mentalities that, that ruled and reigned, and you keep picking it up. And put, he said, don't even consider the things of old. Stop it. Come on now, don't, don't keep picking up that stuff that you've asked me to remove. You know, it's really cool uh, when you're doing the Bible study and doing word studies. Uh, I, I, I like words, and, and the word things, 
all through the Bible, all, all through the Bible, the word things uh, means words. Words. Uh, all things are possible, right? Uh, with, with God, nothing is impossible. That, 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 that Greek word there in that scripture, nothing, no thing, there's no rhema. No rhema is impossible with God, right? And, and the, in the Hebrew, the, the word is debar, D-A-B-A-R, debar, debar. So, you know, when, when we're encouraging you to get into the word, we're encouraging you to get in debar, right? Because some of you have spent so much time at debar, we thought that you'd be a lot more comfortable if you could get into debar. <laughs> It's a bad joke, but I had to. I it's worked all morning to set that up. So, uh, you know, look at your neighbor and say, I'm going to Debar. Right? Some of you, that's the only thing you're going out of here today with, is Pastor Tom said, to hit the bar. Hit the bar. Okay, the bar. Uh, but it means things. Okay, things means words. Think about it. What's a thing? It's just words. And when you, think, when you hear words, you see things. It's a picture of things. And, and everything's made up of words, right? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And it's all words. And, he, you know, that's really why, that's why Jesus said you could speak to a mountain, and, and it'll be moved. That's why your words can move mountains, because a mountain is made of words. And you change the words, and it changes the thing, right? It's the definition of the picture that you see when you hear the word. God said, don't, don't, don't use the old word, Okay, listen, don't remember the former word. Okay, that picture. Don't, don't remember that. Look, look at verse 19. For I shall do a new thing. Behold, that means stop, focus, and see this clearly. Behold, I will do, not I might do. I will do. I'm telling you that you got a word from God today that's telling you I will do a new word. Okay, don't remember the old word. Maybe that was failure. I'm going to do a new word, success. Don't don't remember the old word, poverty. I'm going to do a new word, prosperity. Don't remember the old word, sick. I'm going to do a new word, healed. You, you know, don't remember, don't don't build your life on that old thing, that that lie that the enemy kept pumping into your mind. But I, trust me, God said, trust me, I, I want to do a new thing. Quit bringing the old stuff into the new word that I'm creating your life. You're not a loser. You're not a failure. You're not going under. You're, you're going through. Quit looking back at the old stuff and look ahead. I'm building a future. I got a hope and a future for you. And you can't, you can't keep applying your old past to the new future that I'm calling you to. You know, if you're going to be in agreement with God, you're going to probably... I don't know. If he's doing new stuff, you're going to have to think some new thoughts. Right? Time, time to get your brain off of birth control. Right? You haven't given birth to a new thought in so long. It's just it's pathetic. And, and you just need to, you need to start thinking new thoughts. Right? Get a new picture. Get a new vision. Get a new hope. Get a new dream. Get a new passion. Get a new hunger. Get a new drive. Come on, somebody. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Look at this. Behold, I will, I will do a new thing now. I will do a new thing now. What are you waiting on? Well, I'm waiting. I'm just going to hang out here till Jesus starts a new thing. He's done it. He's doing it. It's, it's springing forth. 
Shall you not know it? You, you do know that word, right? You know what the word know means. Adam knew his wife, and they had babies. This, I mean, this question is, is really shocking. It's almost, like, it's almost like God saying, I'm doing a new thing. Will you not embrace it? Are you not going to participate with the new thing that I'm doing? Are you, it's like God's going, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm bringing you out of darkness, translating you into the marvelous light of my dear son, and you're going to live like you're in darkness? What? 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 You're going to think them old? You, you're still going to, you're still going to live a life that's been offended? That you're, you're hurting? People have wounded you? What? I sent Jesus to heal you, and you're going to, you're going to live a life and, and focus on the fact that people have been mean to you? What? I want to do a new thing. I want to do a new... Look what he says. I will make a road in the wilderness. What is that? That's called a way out. Well, for some of you guys, right about now, you know, you know, if we were down there where they had barbecue, you'd be running around waving a white hanky, screaming, Woo-hoo-hoo! you know, because, because where you're at, you've been where you're at for so long. You've been, you're, you're so desperate for breakthrough. I mean, come on. God's saying, I'm going I'm to make a road in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. You know what that's called? A resort. It's called a resort. You, get, you put a river in the desert, and people come in, and, and land developers build motels, and they bring tourism to your city. And, and all of a sudden, what once was desolate and broken is now a place of insane prosperity. God's wanting to do some new things. Don't you dare, don't you dare, don't you dare let the enemy trick you into dealing with new things in an old fashion. Right? You know, don't, 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 God sent Jesus that you might have and enjoy Zoe life, life in abundance to the full, till it overflows. That word Zoe, that Greek word for life, it's more life than death. More joy than sorrow, more peace than chaos, more hope than despair, more prosperity than, than lack, more health than sickness, more, more life than death. How do you get life? How do you get, well, the Bible says to be spiritually minded is life. Okay? How do you get death? To be carnally minded is death. So if God's called you to life, then he's called you to a life that's led by the spirit, not a life that's led by the flesh. Because if you're living in the flesh, you're going to get death. If you live in the spirit, you're going to get life. Right? So this new life that, that, that God's calling you to is a life where you're being spirit-led. Where you're being spirit-led. Well, I don't think that's obvious. And what you need to do is begin to think God thoughts. Right? You, you gotta, you gotta think God thoughts. You gotta stop, you gotta stop with all that carnality and all that world influence and that world system of logic and you gotta embrace God's system of logic. Right? And don't treat the new thing with a, with an old, Mindset, an old mentality. Listen to this. We're almost done. You ready? Check it out. Matthew 6 and verse 2 and 3, and both, both of them say, when you give. In, in that same chapter, verses 5, 6, and 7 say, when you pray. Verses 16 and 17 both say, when you fast. So it's when you give, when you pray, when you fast. Okay? When you. Everybody say, when you. Come on, say, when you. Okay? It's not if you, it's when you. Okay, so to get God life results, you have to live God life God's way, 
right? Not your way, his way. He said, my, my ways are higher, my thoughts are higher, right? And, and uh, I think it's Matthew 10, 39 that, that says that if you hang on to it, the low life, in the Amplified Bible, it says if you hang on to it, the low life, you will miss out on it, the high life. God's offered a, a entrance to you to a different lifestyle. It's not a different level of life. It's a different lifestyle altogether, okay? Because you, you really don't need another level of depressed, Come on. You don't need another level of really irritated, right? Uh, you, you want a new lifestyle, freedom, victory, power, power over the devil. The enemy's been defeated, right? Death couldn't hold him down. The enemy's been defeated for this purpose. Was the Son of God manifest that he might destroy the works of the evil one? Well, if Jesus was successful in fulfilling his purpose on the earth, then the works of the enemy have been destroyed, not broken, but destroyed. There's a difference, right? Because if it's broken, it can be repaired. If it's destroyed, it's annihilated, rendered powerless. The anointing doesn't break the yoke. It destroys it, right? Well, then, then how did a defeated enemy get so much control over the lives of so many people? Well, because, we, we, because our mindset, our belief system, we're living under a broken mindset. And he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to honor your authority if you don't. Right? If you don't know who you are, then he's going to treat you like who you think you are. And if he can convince you that, well, you don't have any authority here, then you're not going to have any victory here. Well, it's time to think a new thought. Right? I said it's time to think a new thought. And, and I'm going to do it God's way. And God's way says when I give, not if, when I pray, not if, and when I fast, not it, not if. And, and the reason I'm talking about that right now is because here we are, we're, we're on the final stretch of a 21-day fast. Some of you guys are just going to launch out. That's awesome. But think, think just for a minute, because what's happened is that the enemy, if, if he can trick you, if he can appeal to your old nature, that old lifestyle, he'll have, he'll have you doing good things, but they don't produce any result. Why? Because you're not doing it spirit-led. Remember Romans, what was that? Uh, last week, Romans, I think it's like 6, 19, and 20. And we read it in the Message Bible, and it says, you know, uh, very quickly, very quickly, verse 20 says, very quickly, God's going to come down, both feet on the devil, stopping him into the dirt. Enjoy the best of Jesus, right? And, and verse 19 says that, you know, don't, don't be gullible. Don't be, don't be tricked by smooth-talking evil. And make sure, make sure that that good thing is a real thing. What, what is he talking about? Make sure that the good thing you're doing stays good and, and that it doesn't become deceptive or, or uh, you know, if the enemy can uh, take it and twist it. See, here you are, you're fasting, right? You're fasting. But all of a sudden, instead of it being a spiritual breakthrough moment, it's just a new form of legality to you. You step into legalism, right? And, and, and over, the, over, the last, over the last few days, more and more and more and more, you know, people, their discussion is all about what, what can I eat? And I understand because this is, what's, what's the date today? 15th? I, I understand. Okay, it's the 15th day of your fast, and all you're really thinking is, what can I eat? <laughs> okay, and, and I, you know, where's the beef? And, uh, you know, and, you know, we're just wanting something. Just wanting something. But, see, the, the problem with that is, is that now all of a sudden, that, that, that old legalism mindset is, is taking control over your fast. You know, John the Revelator. It is, is pretty cool. John the Revelator, he, he wrote, he said, I beheld heaven and the gates to heaven were open. Isn't that awesome? Heaven's open to you. 
Man, say law. <laughs> I mean, you know, no, don't say law. I mean, say law is one word. It means stop and think about it. Uh, think about that for a minute. Heaven's open to you. And he said, I, 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 beheld, I beheld heaven and, and, and the gates were open. And he talks about there was lightnings and thunderings. Those were electric guitars and lasers. Huh? Come on, they're having worship. And, uh, and, and he said, and, and there was a throne, not multiple thrones, a throne. See, the, the fact is, is that in the heart of every man, woman, boy, and girl, there is a throne. And he, and he said there was a throne, and one was seated upon that throne. In your life, there's one seated upon that throne. Wouldn't it just be really weird if, if the curtains to your soul you know, were pulled back today, and there's the throne, and seated on the throne of your life was a donut? <laughs> well, you know, for, for a lot of... For, come on now. For a lot of us... That's, that's, it's got quite a bit of authority right about day 15. You know, what am I going to, is, is soy crumbles, are they okay? Cause I'm trying to trick myself, trying to make a burrito over here. Hello. You know, and, and, and you know, and, and getting all legalism about your fast and you know, you, you're blowing it. You know, it's too easy. It's really, it's really not the Daniel fast. It's the Daniel feast. It's, it's fruit and vegetables as much as you want. Right? What are you going to have for breakfast? A banana and an orange. Woo! You know, what are you going to have for lunch? Salad. Yeah. What are you going to have for dinner? Baked potato and some more salad. Yeah. What are you going to have for a bedtime snack? A banana and an orange. And, and, you know, okay, and then just get on with it. Right? Just, just get on with it. Because look at Matthew 6.24. Matthew 6.24. He said, no man, I think that would include you, well, it's everybody except me. I'm different. No, you're not. No man can serve two masters. What are you talking about? You can't let your money be a master. You can't let your schedule be a master. You can't let food be a master. Don't, don't let food dictate your decisions. The Lord is my shepherd. Huh? Not meat. You know, the shepherd is the one who dictates your steps. So, and that's what we're doing. You know, you fast and you get the toxins out of your body, but while you're praying and fasting, you're getting the toxins out of your spirit. Don't be surprised. And, and, and I just want to say this too, that a lot of you, you know, about day 15, and you're just, you've, you've freaked yourself out a couple of times because how, how and you hear this voice inside you saying, how, how could you, how could you be, you know, how, how could you believe that this is doing anything good for you? I mean, here you are, here you are in the middle of a fast, and, and you just jumped out of your car and chased somebody through the parking lot trying to kill them. And it was at church. <laughs> and you're thinking, I'm bad. And, and, and you're, th- no, anything, that's the toxins leaving your, leaving your spirit. It is. If, if you got anger in you, it's coming to the surface during a fast. You, you, whatever you got in you, it's going to come up. Don't, don't let the enemy beat you up and say, oh, look at you. You're a big old hairy loser. You might as well, you might as well eat the donut. I mean, for crying out loud, you're, you're failing. No, you're cleansing. You're cleansing. Right? Don't, don't serve two masters. Look, you're either going to hate one and love the other or stand by the one and be devoted or despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon's not just money. Mammon, mammon is a spiritual force. The Amplified breaks it down. It says deceitful riches, money, possessions, or whatever is trusted in. Mammon is a spiritual force. It has a characteristic uh, that that's kind of makes it all its own, and, and that characteristic is excess. It just, whatever it has, is never satisfied. And that's the spirit of mammon. 
And he said, you know what? You can't serve God and that, you, you know, and never satisfied in your money or in your time or in your food. Look at verse 25. I'm telling you, stop being perpetually uneasy, anxious, and worried about your life. What you going to eat? What you going to drink? Don't let it become a legalism. You got the devil on the run right now. So you, you, you have the enemy on the run right now. You know, and, and, and he's, he's doing everything he can to separate himself because you're, you're taking ground that he didn't want you to have. And, you know, and you're praying, and God's, God's doing new things. And what you want to focus on, you've got to stay alert, man. You've got to stay alert so that you don't start doing the old lifestyle to the new thing that God's doing. That you don't, that you don't allow yourself to apply old belief systems and mindsets to the new thoughts that God's birthing in your life. That you, you gotta be, you gotta be alert so that you can see how God wants you to handle the future that He's leading you into right now. So you don't relive the very past that you try to get delivered from. So that you don't take the newness that God's pouring into you and treat it like the old stuff that you've always had. Right? You gotta stay alert. So quit worrying about what you're eating and what you're drinking. Man, if it's a fruit or a vegetable, get on it. And if it's not, if it takes you all afternoon to, to plan, you know, I know a lot of us, you know, they're, they're sitting around and they're planning for, you know, the 22nd, what they're gonna eat. And, and, and that's on their mind and they're having like little, little parties and when they meditate, that's what comes up. Hello? Come on, I know I'm talking to some of you. I'm actually talking about some of you. And, 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 and uh, you know, uh, man, I, you know, every time I see a cow, I think, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and, okay, maybe, maybe we, maybe we gotta take a little bit more, uh, you know, disciplined control here and bring ourselves back around and say, okay, God, you're getting ready to do something new. Show me. How do, how do you want me to live life different? Because if you're doing a new thing, I gotta live different. I gotta, I gotta be a new man. Right? I gotta be a new leader. I, I, I got to be a new servant. I got to be a new giver. I got to be a, you know, hello? I think that's what God's saying to you right now is don't take the new thing that I'm doing. You, you know, as a pastor, just let me say this to you. Don't take the new thing that God's doing at the church and try to make it feel like something that, you know, a church you used to go to. Or, or a thing that you, you, you knew when you were a kid. or You know, it's, it's hard for us because if we're not careful, you know, if we're not careful, we've, you know, a bunch of us have been around church our, all of our lives. And, and we've been in the church. And, and uh, you know, even, even when we weren't serving God, we were in church, you know. And so we just there. And a lot of times we can do church in our sleep. And sometimes we do. But, uh, you know, and, and it's just a routine. And it's a, it's a habitual lifestyle. And, you know, all a, all a habit is is something that can be done without thought. That which can be performed without thought. And God said, no, I want you to stop that now. I, I want you to get my mind and, and let my mind uh, dictate how you're going to handle every single step from here forward. Okay? Don't make it like the old thing. Let it be the new thing that I'm doing in your life. Amen? You ready for something new? Come on. You, re you ready for something new? I think we ought to give God a praise today and just thank Him. Thank Him for new things. Thank Him. Thank you for new things, Lord. We receive it. We receive it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. Just close your book and bow your head. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you that in our lives that you, you truly are doing new things. Old things have passed away. If any man be in Christ, old things have passed away. Behold, all things are fresh 
and new. Thank you for freshness. Thank you for new life. Thank you, Father, that you are you're causing us to grow. And, and it's, it's awesome what you're doing in us and through us and amongst us. And Father, we, we just give you praise and glory for it today. Thank you. While heads are bowed, eyes are closed, let me ask one more question before we go. We're going to pray a prayer together. Okay, we're all going to pray. Wouldn't do anything to embarrass you. Not going to call you out. But if you're here today and, and you say, you know what? Uh, maybe the best step I could take in a, in, in a, for a new thing is to have a real relationship with God. To, to, let, to get real with God so God could be real with me. I'm not asking you, have you ever prayed the sinner's prayer before? That's not the question. The question is, is your relationship with God real? And would you, would you allow him to come into your life in a real way today? The Bible says that we're reconciled to God through Christ. There's one way to Jesus. is through his son. Would you accept Jesus today as your Lord and Savior? We're all going to pray a prayer. No one's looking around. But if you're here today and you say, you know what, Tom? I want, I want that. I want Jesus in my life. I want it to be real. Would you do me a favor? Just hold your hand up real quick just before we pray. Say, that's my prayer. Thank you, sir. You can put it down. Anybody else? Come on. It's awesome. Thank you. Anybody else? We'll wait just a second. Yeah, I, I need life. I need God life. I want the real deal. I'm not looking for a religious ceremonial exercise. I'm looking for a real relationship with a living God. I want to birth that today. God's going to do a new thing. It's going to spring forth now. Include me in that prayer. Anybody else? Real quick, and we're going to pray. It's awesome. Well, everybody here, say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love, your acceptance, your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me. From the inside out, give me hope, give me strength, give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Come on, give God one more big praise. Thank him this morning. Thank you, Lord.